Hey everybody, it's February 26, 2019, and welcome to another episode of Brooklyn Baritone Podcast. everybody this is Corey ashley and i'm here with natasha ashley hey natasha how you been hey hey okay everyone you know me and natasha we've been cutting out a lot of uh certain food out of our diet which basically now makes us um vegetarian but vegan um i know it's not a probable thing for everyone to do because of how we're like raised and the foods around us and available things. But basically, you know, we're, we're vegan and my definition of vegan is someone who does not use or consume products from an animal, usually in any way, shape or form, which I guess makes me not a full blown vegan because for dietary reasons, I don't eat or consume anything from an animal on, you know, for food. But I do like leather coats and shoes. So I don't know if I get a meal and stuff about this, but yeah, that's, that's the one thing that doesn't make me vegan. So Tosh, are you vegan? I think I am. You think you are? What do you mean you think you are? You're either like you are or you're like not. Cheese. Well, a lot of cheese, people like cheese. Cheese, they, cheese, I think, is the hardest thing to stop. People think meat is hard. Meat is not hard to stop, especially when you, you, you know, expose yourself to so many videos that they have, what they do with the meat, and you really get it into oh, like your the head. Oh, baby it's, chickens in the blender? It's easy to stop eating meat. What is hard... Stop eating cheese. Everything tastes good with cheese. You know, cheesy fries, pizza. I'm not gonna lie, pizza. You know what I do is weird too. I like eating pizza, but I peel the cheese off. You know, some people because like, oh, you're, <laughs> you're weird. You're not really a vegan because you still have the fat and no oils from the cheese. I'm like, yeah, um, I'm not like a super hard diehard pita, or you know, being that we have a Caribbean descent, you know, I'm not. A diehard Rastafarian Ital man that's just gonna, you know, bust open a Heineken bottle and, you know, start cussing after you because you mix up the oxtail gravy. But yeah, basically, vegan is someone who doesn't consume or use animal products. So you can hear that, you know, we're, we're I guess we're struggling. Please pray for us to be strong for Tasha and her cheese and me and my lover. And yes, cheese is cheese does not actually digest. So. The best cheese to eat that does digest is goat cheese. Just for your FYI. Mozzarella cheese is the worst cheese. Tastes the best. But mm, of course. It's the worst cheese because just like it's stretchy like glue, that's how it is in your system. It sticks to your intestines and uh, it's not digestible. So you So with that being said telling us pretty much what happens 
when you have certain animal products in your body. So I guess it's going to segue into why we're a vegan, not because we know we're a couple of hipsters and we decided to jump on a Well, I'm a certified nutritionist, so Excuse these are me? things what, what that you, we get. You, you a certified what? nutritionist, so that is cheating with cheese, but um, actually mm. when they teach us nutrition, they say cheese is good for you because of the milk, because of the calcium. But we come to find out that you can get calcium from other things besides cheese. Like cheese what? does not have to be your prime source of calcium almonds give you way more calcium than cheese can i like almonds and almond milk it has a kind of like a dry taste to it but i do like the taste of it almond milk is good yeah oh, i like almond milk coconut milk too i like but very good you know so coconut milk is very 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 good your stomach will love you Whoa. drink coconut milk coconut oil Everything coconut. If all you eat is coconut for the rest of your life, you will be a very healthy person. Your hair would be luxurious, your skin would be beautiful, and your system would be clean. So that means go down to the Caribbean like all the other beautiful black dog crack people that's down there because they eat a bunch of coconuts and all the good stuff from the earth. Okay, so... Now, I had like a seesaw. I tell a lot of people who are actually inclined to listen. Um, very long time ago, I used to have like a computer job where I was up and down. I got paid per call. So I was on my grind. So I would like not stop for lunch. And that made my stomach shrink. So when I was in that mode um, of grinding and my stomach was like, you know, shrunk, I would notice that when I ate meat, beef, chicken, whatever, it felt so heavy in my stomach. So for a while, because of that, I just stopped eating meat for a while. So, you know, fast forward, I started eating meat a little bit here and there, but then I was getting like a lot of bad migraines. Now it's just a combination of things of, um, like, uh, white flour, white processed flour, which is not good, white sugar, which is not good. And also dairy. So I was like eating like, you know, eggs cheese and sometimes milk to an extent and i came across a couple of uh very educational documentary and informational sources that they give you migraines and i tell you this as soon as i cut all those things out the flour the white sugar like that and especially the dairy within a week my migraines went away so my body's already adapted from before when I wasn't eating meat because I was feeling heavy. And then fast forward where I had those issues and I heard those, the same issues people had, I realized that, um, wow, I shouldn't be eating this stuff. And the thing is, you know, we get so normalized with the things our bodies tell us, headaches, tiredness, bloatedness, diarrhea, all that stuff. Your body tells you these things. We just push it off and say, okay, you know, it's just part of life. And we don't really give it too much thought, you know, but that's you know, the reason why I started shifting more to like non animal foods. And actually, you know, I'm cool with it, but you know, I'm, I'm still a big belly dude, unfortunately. So I got other things I got to work out, but uh, I would say I am a bit healthier. I could imagine how much more unhealthy I may be looking or feeling had I still been eating, you know, uh, meat, chicken, beef, cheese all that stuff i'm pretty sure i'll be much worse for it um you know so uh, natasha she came up in this world more of being a vegan 
she was actually more learned earlier in life about this stuff. So a lot of things I did learn from her, a lot of things I learned from my own experience as well. You know, is am I telling the truth? You're a certified nutritionist. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's what you gotta say is yeah. <laughs> That's it. Alright. So uh being that I used to eat meat, Tasha, you know, I stray away from meat. So they do have a lot of non animal derivative uh, products like so, you know I guess you could say the vegan alternative which is kind of funny because a lot of foods we eat kind of started off as a straight plant based thing but they started adding a bunch of crap to it you know like marshmallows for instance came from the marshmallow root which I'm sure is much more expensive to to make to grow and all that stuff and you know supply and demand and all that stuff everyone wants marshmallows down the aisles so they mass produce it in conjunction with the with the dairy um, industry where a lot of gelatin now is basically mashed up cartilage of, of, of pigs, cows. I don't know if they get it from chicken, but basically that's what gelatin is. So I don't know who decided to mash up some cartilage and bones of, of bovine and, and pigs to say, Hey, let's make some gelatin, put some sugar and flavor into it and eat it. That's kind of nasty. But yeah, that's just one quick example of things that used to be straight vegan, but then it was kind of tainted from the dairy industry. And, um, you know, but going forward, we have like cheese. We have vegan, quote unquote, vegan cheese. That's pretty good. I've tried a good amount of them out there. I'm not a fan of them things. Of all of them, I should say, there's one brand. I don't know if there's any, any kind of uh, bad or negative side effects from Daya cheese. Uh, D-A-I-Y-H-E you get the shreds sometimes they have it in slices that's one of the brands I know that are vegan that actually tastes pretty good um, a good alternative for it's regular cook, cheese it's good to cook with it, it is very good to cook with I, it's, I wouldn't make um, um, grilled cheese with it because it's, it's a, it sounds weird but it's too cheesy <laughs> it's, it's like, like, like yeah it's, it's too cheesy cheesy for me it's it's not it doesn't have a mild cheese taste so they really went in on making it cheesy so i wouldn't make grilled cheese with it for me other people might like it but well I they have the like slices it. that might but to cook better. to cook with to give your food that cheese mm -hmm. is good lasagna i use it baked ziti we, we both use it hey, and, um, hey my macaroni be beautiful i would cook with it but um, it is very pricey. It is. That's why we don't, you know, eat it all the time. Plus, it does have a lot of oil in it, too, as well. You know, you want things that got too much oil. It's fat. Yeah, it's fat. So, I mean, you know, that's one of the things that you could eat. I, I, my personal phrase I coined is called gateway foods, where, like, you know, if you want a type of taste or food with a, a certain type of consistency. You may not necessarily want the meat or the cheese, but you kind of probably miss the taste or miss the consistency of chewing it and stuff. You can use those foods as just basically like once in a while, it should be honestly, and it shouldn't consist of majority of your diet because you know, again, these things are, a lot of them are processed. Uh, at least I'm talking about the processed vegan alternatives out there. Cause they go through a lot to at least mimic the, Look, the taste, the smell, the consistency of you have to these read foods the, here. You have to read the ingredients. You have to check the sodium. Um, oh, yeah, the sodium. To, when I was growing up, the vegetarian meat, 
was a lot different than it is now. Mm-hmm. Now it seems like they put so much things in it, like they want you to get addicted it's to it, super so that they can, right? They, that you can buy more. It tastes good how it was, but to to cater, I guess, to people's palate, mm-hmm. they put more and more stuff to make it taste more and more like meat. So that right. that industry, like it has, blown up. So it doesn't taste how it used to. So now we have a lot more sodium, mm. a lot more sugar. You don't need all that. You know, I bought a member at your 40th birthday party. We had a vegan cake and we had a regular cake. The (laughs) vegan cake was like it had two pounds of sugar and it was horrible. But everybody was killing it, though. No, no. (laughs) um, It was the, the regular cake was actually better than the vegan cake because they had too much sugar. It's tomorrow's food for my whole birthday. Yeah, it, it had I, too much sugar. Oh, I, I thought I thought I recalled differently. I thought other people you liked had the vegan one for, cake. You had one for my birthday too. You bought me a vegan cake for my birthday. It tastes good, but a lot of sugar in it. So you have yeah. to watch out because just because you're vegan don't mean that you're gonna be skinny. You, there's a lot of things. There's the sugar. There's the salt. You know, me and my husband have a problem with salt. So, and then you get water re- retention. Oh, yeah. That's what makes um, salt back and retains water. And it, it pretty basically takes up a lot of space in your right. um, so in your veins and everything. You, that's why the blood pressure was, goes up. You start, exactly. You start to work out and stuff. You think you're losing weight. You're losing weight, but it's water weight. It's a lot of um, water weight. On top of that, you um, sugar don't just come from sugar. Sugar comes from ground food. Those that like potatoes, beets, beets, potatoes, all types of potatoes, sweet potato, all the ground food, yucca. Obviously, the starch. Yes, the starch turns into sugar. Yucca. I like know, the yucca onions, man. A lot of West Indies, so a lot of us West Indies like ground food. We always talk about ground food. Is the mm-hmm. and then we we mostly suffer with sugar. So where do you get the sugar from? Yes, mm. we like our cake, but it comes from the starch. So yeah, that you have to be very careful of. So vegan vegan meat, you have to really read. Yeah, you gotta look at ingredients. So so now we basically looking. At different um, products, so you know we talk about vegan meat, cheese, all that stuff, the milk. Of course, I like the almond milk and coconut milk. You don't have to get it sweetened; it's unsweetened. But I did; it's, it's lightly sweetened. But you could tone it down a bit. But one of the things that a lot of people have for a "quote unquote" alternative is soy, and we've been pretty uh, weary of soy. We look to limit our soy intake, or I get to the point where we don't even use it at all now they've they fashioned this thing to some great great products taste good and everything but the thing about soy is that um it originated in southeast asia mm-hmm. and it was found out that it was really great for turning over the the, the land used for crops because i believe what it does i think it like taste out the nitrogen or replenish the nitrogen it does something where it makes the land very very good for other crops so once fertile. you, yeah, it, it, yeah, it makes the place the ground fertile basically. So you 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 plant that, then you remove that, then you plant whatever you want, and you're gonna get higher yields. And you know if you didn't use soy, people watch figured I out. I didn't know that. Yeah, people figured out. Yeah, you know, just read a few things, and uh, you know, it wasn't that long ago I found that out. 
but you know, um, it wasn't really digestible, but people figured out a way to make it digestible by fermenting it and doing other things. Uh, but that still is not good for our systems because if you have too much of it or your system isn't really balanced with hormones or even your immune system, oh, well, look at that, or immune system, um, it so can sorry. increase estrogen. That's like, you know, more base female hormones, and we don't want that. Even if you're a woman, you don't want a lot of estrogen. You know, we're just trying to get past this little tentacle difficulty. Tasha will be back with us in a second. But going back to soy, soy is not the wonder food that we all, you know, think it is or it's as advertised. Because if you don't really do your research and know about this stuff, it can really, really mess you up. And uh, going past the uh, hormonal thing with the estrogen, because we don't want that, especially especially a man, you don't want a lot of estrogen. It, it has thyroid issues as well, where it'll basically uh, stunt your thyroid and the thing what will happen with that is like you know you could gain a lot of weight because a lot of people may have a lot of issues with their thyroid where they'll probably gain a lot of weight or they can't gain gain weight at all so you don't want anything to throw you off on that level so i mean those are the two main things that i know of 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 a lot of a uh, high soy intake be it soy milk that's soy if you food. have a problem with your thyroid already right right so it, but see, if you don't want, if you don't, if you eat it too much, you don't but want too to much trigger that. Is not good. Well, of course, everything's moderation, and the mindset of vegan is not just saying, "Hey, I don't eat meat or or drink milk." But you know, technically, an Oreo is vegan, quote unquote vegan. Now, it's vegan by the hard, uh, rigid definition, but really, vegan is more of the mindset of taking care of your body. So it's still a lot of junk. Oreos taste great. But that doesn't mean it's great for you at all because you know, a lot of sugar, a lot of you know extra stuff in there. So vegan is actually balancing your body properly. So it's not just the fact of saying, I don't eat meat, so I'm a vegan. No, you could be putting a lot of crap in your body. Like, you know, um, certain potato chips, you got potato chips and drink soda and all that stuff and say you're vegan. Like, well, the mindset is not there. Technically, yes, you're just checking off the box, you know, so... You know, uh, just slightly touching on soy. Just be very careful and wary of soy. Like you know, some people could use it, uh, some people may be more sensitive to it. But the thing is, you know, just be very wary of it. You have to read labels, but then you have to actually uh, research because well, I want to talk about that sure, for a bit. Sure. Um, some people think soy gives you breast cancer. Soy cannot give you breast cancer, but it can contribute to it. Because of the estrogen. We know that um, estrogen levels need to be at a certain a certain level. And um, when it goes above that, you get unbalanced hormones. Now, if you're trying to get pregnant, it's going to mess you up. If you mm. um, have cancer in your family and your levels are not stable, um, soy can sort of tick it off. But um, some people think it's dangerous for your heart. So it's actually good for your heart. You know, but you have to know what type of soy because there are a lot of soy that are not good. And you have to know which types of soy. They're called Franken soy products. Soy burgers, soy energy bars. Mm. And these are not good because they are processed forms of soy. So you have to look on the label 
and you have to see um, um, you have to read the label and it has to say I'm trying to remember what it is right so Natasha says so she's trying to go through her notes over here with yeah the... I'm trying to see that the, the, there's a difference between um, regular soy to what you have to look for I think it's whole soy okay she learned something new so you have to be careful not all soy is soy Ah, okay. And it can mess you up. Okay, so definitely. So I'm going to take it that the uh, the not, uh, I guess, wholesome soy is not good for you. Yes, that makes perfect sense. That makes, of course, if you deviate from a lot of uh, natural things, yeah, that's usually one of the side effects that can happen, regardless of what it is or even the uh, yeah. intent behind it. A soy protein. If you, if you read your label and it says soy protein, that's good soy. You know, but if it just says soy or derived from soy, you have to be wary. So probably the good Use stuff your... to take it out and extra stuff. Yeah. Again. Okay. So all right, it's about soy protein. Now going to another uh, protein dealing with vegans or a vegan diet, where there's a lot of uh, noise and a giant market out there about everything being gluten-free. There's like gluten-free dishes. There's even gluten-free restaurants. The thing is people hear gluten-free and they think like automatically I'm healthy, but people don't even know what gluten even is. So technically gluten, uh, I believe is two proteins that are present in uh, wheat and cereal grains. And it's what gives like the bread, the elasticity in it. Now I believe it supposedly affects up to around 3 million Americans, that's a lot of people, uh, who have celiac disease. So celiac disease, basically, if you intake gluten, I'm not too sure if it's a lot, but you don't want to, you don't want to take chances. Like it can mess up your intestines. Now that can, you can't eat it at all if you have celiac disease. Right, right, exactly. So what that would do, you know, it'll give you, it'll give you a plethora of issues. Um, Gluten, no, sorry, it'll it'll give you diarrhea, could give you constipation, have you bloated, could cause weight gain, cause a good amount of things, um, a lot of gas and everything. But the funny thing is a lot of people eat a lot of things in their diet and they don't know what causes that. And people have gas and diarrhea on the regular. They could possibly have uh, celiac disease and not even know it. Or it's just that, you know, you got to switch up what you're eating. Now you have to do a blood test to basically know if you have celiac disease or not. And it's, it's a good thing to know. It's one of those things that we just don't know and we don't train ourselves. We're not raised in that kind of mindset or even culture to be aware of these things, you know, cause we still eat and consume a lot of things that aren't good for us. And we may go down the rabbit hole of being vegan and trying to do the right thing, but you got to know your body and you have to know what's actually the good products and the bad products that are out there, or at least the products to stay away from and, and the products that you should actually be ingesting more and more of, but you're going to have to know yourself definitely of what's going on with ingesting these products here. So again, you only have to really be wary of gluten because if you have celiac disease, but other than that, you should be fine. Cause a lot of people say, you know, it's gluten free. I'm like, is it even going to affect you? Chances are it may not affect you. 
a lot of people, unless you know for a fact that if after you eat bread or anything that will have gluten protein in it, you just feel it's totally off. And that should be like one of the definite signals or factors that you should be looking for. Uh, if you feel that you have not just a food, it's not a food allergy, it's actual legit disease about these things. Cause we eat gluten. We make it once in a while. I actually made some today. Um, it's a good substitute for meat, but not because we want meat. It's like, you know, the consistency there to add on for, I guess, to complement any kind of vegan dish. We may want to eat couscous, quinoa, we have cabbage, we have beans. There's a lot of things we could add it to and add it with. You can season it up. It's basically kind of like meat when you actually prepare it properly. So, you know, gluten-free is not what you think it is. Like, you know, you have some gluten, you're not going to fall down, you know, when your throat's swelling up. A lot of people are very, very uneducated when it comes to that. Well, that's the media have that like that. Because it's a gimmick. Gluten can basically replace meat. Yeah. If you if you use gluten smart way, when I say that you mean I mean use it as a binding agent like you do eggs and you grind up chia seeds and and um flax seed and all these good stuff that's good for you and you and you use that as a binding agent for these other stuff and you make your gluten you you don't need meat. And you season you you do not need meat. You don't need vegan meat. You don't need soy products. You don't That's need true. none of that. And we have done it, and it's much healthier. It's much healthier, and and the powers that be know that. That's why it is such a big thing. Like, oh, this is gluten free. This is gluten. It's protein. Everything is gluten free. Gluten is protein and that's what people ask you too as a vegan like well what do you do for protein i'm like there's a lot and not just gluten though that's of just course. like you know you a straight raw source beans. of protein you can get right. it from peas you can mm. get it from a lot of things from most so of us stuff that's, that's not you don't necessarily have derivative. to eat gluten but if you want to make if you if you want to try to make meat um vegan meat using gluten is perfect for that and you get all the stuff in it if you know what to put in it. I get the seven grain cereal that has the seven grains in it or the, or the 15 or 12 grain cereal and I grind it in my magic bullet and I mix it into the gluten. So you're not getting most of the gluten. You're getting, you're using it as a binding agent and it's good. It's great for you. See, and I like it too because when people always ask, you know, well, what do you eat? Not just for protein, but what do you eat? Period. Because most people think of, uh, Vegetables. They only think about is like lettuce and tomatoes and cucumbers and maybe mashed potatoes, and that's it. That's as far as their dietary vocabulary goes, which is very sad, because when like how you make gluten or other dishes, it's it's so broad of a question to answer when people ask me or ask Tasha or anyone else is vegan out there. You know what do you eat? There's so much. Just we could tell you, but then you're going to have to start going down that path yourself and you start exploring different territory where gluten, when you go through the process of making it, that's what you go through when you make food. And that's, that's a skill set and an art most of us have been shied away from. People like cooking, but in actually going through the process of looking at the raw grease and, and, making your food, creating your food and, and preparing your food and knowing where things come from more than just, you know, putting things together and frying it up and just eating it. It, it makes you a little bit more intimate with your food because you need to be intimate with your food because you are what you eat, basically, you know? So the thing is, you know, as we look to wrap it up, 
is you have to know what's good and what's bad. You have to understand the benefits of eating plant-based foods and also look at the the hardcore scientific facts, medical facts, the people out there who are still having their testimonies, people who are laid up in the hospitals, unfortunately, based solely on their dietary intake. So we all have to recondition our minds about you know, vegetables, like people just don't, you know, kids don't want vegetables. Don't hate, I hate Brussels sprouts and man, Brussels sprouts and broccoli. Some of the most beautiful foods out there, even though broccoli is like a hybrid, uh, food. Um, it's still good from cauliflower. We like cauliflower. One, it's one of the things we also make too. We like, you know, season it up with a bit of oil and seasonings and we put it straight in the oven and like, you know, brown it off a little bit, which is great. So the a whole idea is to get as raw as possible. Um, cause as we could go so much further down, uh, we don't want to take up too much time on this. We probably more like revisit this as well, because the goal is to eat things as raw as possible because our bodies really, even though we do have canines, but our digestive systems are not like a lion. It's not like a shark, not like a wolf. Those animals are made specifically, at least they're there of adapted to eat meat because because the meat putrefies in your system, in your stomach, in your intestines. And that's what that's the catalyst of causing cancer and other diseases because the meat putrefies because our systems hold on to food. It doesn't push it out quickly. A lion, the food goes out real quick. Like a dog, the food goes out really quick. Same as a shark or a cheetah, wolf, whatever it is. It doesn't stay in their system because if it stayed in their system long too, they would get sick. You know, different cancers, disease, all that stuff too. We are made to actually break down a plant-based diet. Bodies are made to draw it out. And, and, you know, and at the same time, um, you know, it, we're better in the long run. For it. We just have to recondition our minds so that at least we have the proper knowledge so we can arm ourselves and not depend on the media, not depend on marketing. Because, you know, marketing is a billion dollar industry for psychology. So they working on us to throw things at us that they want to sell us. They want to sell us things for profit. They're not selling us things because they want to see us thrive. Okay, so keep that in mind as we get off the ear now. Wrapping this up, I hope that we planted a good seed in you, a good seed about possibly being vegan or trying some things out or cutting some things out because, you know, we do care about you. So we want people to go along this path that we've have, we've gone down and we're still learning too. So, you know, if you want to hit us up, you know, I don't have an email address like I promised before for Natasha, but you can hit me up if you want on Corey at Brooklyn Baritone. Dot com. If you want any recipes or any guidance, I have, we have no problem getting back to you guys. It's all love. We want everyone to be as healthy and as best in a proper mind, body, and spirit as possible. So this is Corey Ashley. Natasha Ashley. Be blessed. Be good. See y'all next time.